This is BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. We're back courtside, Marriott Center, Provo, Utah. I say exhibition opener, exhibition closer. One exhibition game for the fans this year. BYU did have a closed court scrimmage against Cal last weekend. But that's you, you can count that as one of your two exhibitions, which BYU did. So one game for the fans tonight. Now a regular season opener coming up Tuesday. I'm excited for it. I was already excited for it. I'm, I'm, I'm even more excited after what I saw tonight from BYU. 100 points scored, 100 to 58 is the final score. BYU puts together a 60-point second half, courtesy of 70, or rather 68% shooting in the second half, 69% from the arc, and 93% from the free-throw line. Those are all the second-half numbers. BYU on the night ends up at 58% from the field, 53% from the arc, 84% from the free-throw line, and BYU got to 53% after an 0-for-4 first-half shooting performance from deep. BYU was 9-for-13, uh, from the three-point line after halftime, and it was Trevin Nell doing most of that damage, going five for six himself from the arc. And uh, I don't know that any of his makes hit the rim on their way through the basket. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's uh, it's not much wrong with that shot. I mean, if you want to teach your kid how to shoot, he'd be a good guy to model it after. Just really smooth, and and uh, you know, it's it's going to be a process for him because he hasn't played basketball for so long but man he looked so good tonight looks really fit and in shape and looked to be someone greg that is going to be a real contributor so that's a obviously it's one exhibition game but that's a, a really good sign for byu to have that kind of depth and you bring in Zaxelius and of course tj didn't play tonight i mean that's pretty good obviously you taking some hits with your big guys but then again colby lee and dalton nixon looks good so you're going to have to find a way to live without yoli which they did for the most part tonight. Yoli's very quiet. Only played a little bit, and they they did really well. Obviously, it's a UT Tyler, but uh, they're going to have to find a way to live without Yoli. And I thought they made some good steps tonight. UT Tyler ends up shooting thirty three percent field, thirty one percent arc, fifty percent from the free throw line. BYU on the uh, the backboards wins it uh, forty three to thirty six. The rebound battle. Miscellaneous categories. Points off of turnovers. BYU plus 17 at 26 to 9. Points in the paint. BYU plus 18 at 44 to 26. Second chance points to the Patriots 11 to 8. Fast break points to BYU 9 to 4. Bench points to the Patriots 46 to 40. BYU did not trail and led for 39 minutes and 23 seconds of the 40 minutes played here tonight. BYU's large lead was 48. Cougars finally win it by 42. BYU led tonight by Trevin Nell, 19 points, 6 of 7 shooting, 5 of 6 from deep. 17 for Toulson, 15 for Harding, 13 for Lee. Those are the four Cougars in double figures. Other scorers for BYU, Dalton Nixon with 9. Yoli Childs with 8, 8 in, in uh, 17, no, 8 in 16 minutes of play for Yoli Childs, by the way. Uh, 6 points, Alex Barcelo, 5 points, Taylor Mond, 4 points, Blaze Neal, 2s for Troy and Pearson. Every Cougar to play scored tonight on the way to a 100-point night at 100-58. UT Tyler tonight led by Dejon Weish. 16 points for Weish. 9 for Alford. 8 for Fuller. 5 for Glover. 4s for Giles and Power and Wilkerson. 3 for Fogel. 3 for Smith. And 2 for Jenkins getting it a 58. BYU wins it by 42 tonight in front of 10,340 officially here at the Marriott Center. Much more to come from courtside. Conversation with, we hope, Trevin Nell and Coach Mark Pope. Coming up next, though, it's Jerem Jordan back at BYU Radio for Cougar Post Game Live. Cougars 100, UT Tyler 58. 
in the Cougars' lone exhibition game here at the Marriott Center. The games start to count starting on Tuesday. Coming up next, Jerem, then back to us here at the Marriott Center on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Final horn has sounded, and today's game is complete. Give to Yo. Yo drives to the oh, rim. Oh, man alive! Throws it down. Time now for Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's your host, Jerem Jordan. Holden fires and scores again. Trevin Nell, big smile across his face. Four for four from deep here in the second half, and the Cougars lead 73 to 36. Oh, Nelly. It was the Trevin Nell show. This was an exhibition of Trevin Nell's skills tonight. 19 points to lead the Cougars, 6 of 7 from the field, 5 of 6 from 3, all in the second half. How about that? At halftime, I tweeted, BYU's 0 of 4 from 3. And that's really a concern for this team, right? they got to be able to shoot the 3 well when you only have Yoli Childs kind of as your low post option. Colby Lee tonight saying, you know what? I've been watching George Mike on YouTube. I've got this jump hook down. And uh, Colby Lee goes 6 of 8 from the field, 13 points. And uh, Colby Lee and Trevin Nell, part of the story of this one is BYU gets the 100-58 to win over UT Tyler. The Cougars now get ready for Fullerton, Cal State Fullerton coming into town Tuesday, and then San Diego State on Saturday. Looking forward to that one next week. A uh, couple of, of the highlights here. In case you missed it, T.J. Haas out sick in this one. He should be ready to go Tuesday. Jesse Wade out with the knee injury. And then Zach Selyus, uh, during the game, Greg Rubel mentioned that Zach was begging the coaches to play in this one, uh, recovering from that broken foot in the Italy trip in August, and uh, apparently could be could have been ready to go tonight, but uh, they wanted to hold him out till Tuesday. So that is good news for BYU to get one of those seven seniors back in Zach Selyus. The, uh, this was our first look at uh, the senior version of Yoli Childs coming back. Didn't start, came off the bench. Of course, uh, we'll be out for the first nine games. Eight points, three of six shooting, and three rebounds for Yoli Child. Pretty nondescript. Didn't need Yoli to uh, press it too hard tonight. Jake Toulson, uh, 17 points, uh, second-leading score for BYU. Eight of 12, had the most shots. I imagine that may be uh, something that we see, in the, especially in the first nine games. Jake Toulson, the WAC Player of the Year, an efficient 17 points. In 23 minutes, he was a 180 guy last year, as I mentioned in the pregame show. One of seven guys to combine to shoot four uh, from three, the field and free throw percentage, 180. Alex Barcella, the Arizona transfer, got his waiver, got a chance. Quick handle, a couple of pull-up jumpers in the paint, six points on two of six shooting, two rebounds and an assist in 16 minutes. Dalton Nixon got to start, nine points, eight boards. Impressive uh, performance from Dalton Nixon who will be relied upon as one of those bigs to not necessarily shoot the three, but uh, to defend and get some rebounds, one of those glue guys. Connor Harding and Jake Toulson, both those guys are good rebounding guards. Jake Toulson, seven boards tonight. Connor Harding, 15 points on five of six from the field, eight rebounds. And your plus-minus leader tonight, Connor Harding, the sophomore, uh, with plus uh, or in 28 minutes, able to uh, make it happen there, had the most minutes. And uh, as the guys mentioned, courtside, Mark and, and Greg, everybody scored that got in the game, which is great in an exhibition. No one was injured, and uh, that was the key to the game for Mark Durant before this one. Three-point shooting, big story is mentioned 0-4 from the half, or at halftime, 9 of 13 in the second half, 5 of 6 from Trevin Nell, who originally committed to Cal out of high school. There was a coaching change 
with Cal and then Trevin Nell out of uh, Woods Cross High School in Bountiful, Utah, coming to BYU. And uh, he made a splash here tonight. As mentioned uh, by Mark Durant during the broadcast, Colby Lason went four of nine in one of his exhibition games early. So uh, shooter's going to shoot, right? This is one of those opportunities. And we'll see what the rotation's like. Now we get into the regular season Tuesday. No Yoli Childs. And BYU will have to figure out what it is that they do, especially uh, playing a little small with just Colby Lee. And how will teams defend Colby Lee? And though these couple made a couple of jump hooks on film uh, and on TV tonight. And uh, we'll get to a couple of scores, by the way. Gonzaga had an exhibition game, one college football score. The Utah Jazz as well in action as we speak. But uh, first, remember when the Cougars win, and they did. You win with the Papa John's Pizza. Simply mention BYU50 or use the online promo code BYU50 at papajohns.com Monday and receive 50% off pizza. pizza. This offer is good to any Utah location. Coming up, some of those scores I mentioned. More Cougar postgame live comes your way next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's Jerem Jordan with more Cougar Postgame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Your final score from the Marriott Center, BYU 100, UT Tyler 58. Cougars now prepare for Cal State Fullerton on Tuesday in the regular season opener. Welcome back to Cougar Postgame Live. I'm Jerem Jordan. A couple of scores to get you. The Jazz down 351-48 at Sacramento. It is halftime. Gonzaga had an exhibition game as well against Lewis Clark State. 116-61, to the Zags win. They're eighth ranked in the preseason AP poll. And the only college football game tonight, Navy covering, winning 56-10 to over UConn. That's a wrap for the Cougar postgame live. After the break, we'll send you back to the Marriott Center where Trevin Nell, the man of the hour, 5-6 from deep. For the Cougar Locker Room Show, your final score, 158 BYU beats UT Tyler. And you heard it all right here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Our exclusive postgame coverage continues with the Cougar Locker Room Show. A strip and the Cougars get it back. Sellius for the dunk. Zach Sellius throws it down. The Cougar Locker Room Show was brought to you by Utah Community Credit Union. Get more house. Same payment at UCCU. It's what we do. Now let's head back to the Mo Betta's courtside seats and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. BYU gets to steal. Mon right wing Nell for another three. That's good again. Trevin Nell. Sweet as sugar. With that stroke. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that stroke, man. Welcome back courtside here at the Marriott Center. Time now for the Sport Court Courtside interview with Trevin Nell. Trevin with us after leading BYU with 19 points on this night. BYU 100 and UT Tyler 58, our final score. Trevin, 5 of 6 from deep, 2 for 2 from the free throw line, 6 of 7 overall from the field. Trevin, good to have you with us. Congratulations on the great night and uh, the good win for the guys. Thank you. It feels good to be here, and this is a great win. It really was. So BYU goes 0 for 4 from deep in the first half. Not a ton of shots taken, but nothing made. And then all of a sudden it's floodgates in the second half. What went on with you guys from the arc there in the second half? Um, well, we we went into lock, the locker room, and Coach Pope talked to us a lot about how we need to still run with pace, still need a rebound. And so credit to like our coaching staff and all of them, we and credit to our guys, we just did exactly that. We ran the ball. And my teammates were awesome, and they found me in the in the corner open, and they said great screens. So it just 
opened everything up on the floor. Once, once you hit the first one, do you think, all right, I've got this thing or what? I'm telling you, if, if the first one goes in, it's, it's game over. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was pretty impressive, especially considering it's, you know, it's been a little while since you've played a game and uh, been on a mission. I know a little bit about the Trevin story, but for everybody that's kind of their first introduction to you, tell us where you played in high school, how you got to BYU, maybe a little bit about your mission. Uh, okay, so I went and so I attended Woods Cross High School. It's up in Bountiful. And uh, we ended up losing on a half-court buzzer beater in the state in the state playoffs. That was a heartbreaker, and that ended my high school season, high school career. <laughs> and then I went on my mission to Montevideo, Uruguay. And I was there for two years, from 2017 to 2019, and I returned in May. And my decision coming here, I was originally committed to Cal, and then the coaching changed, the coaching changed, and I just felt like it was the right thing to do. It was just kind of divine, and I feel like this is home. How crazy was it that your closed scrimmage last weekend was against Cal? <laughs> it was pretty crazy. <laughs> I saw some guys that knew me, and so they they were they're determined not to let me get a shot off. <laughs> All right, what's this team going to look like? Do you think this year? Like, how much of what we saw tonight is going to be who you guys are? Um, well, we're this year is going to be super special, super special. Um, we have. Tremendous athletes, tremendous players. Um, Jake Toulson, you guys saw tonight. He was out amazing, and he's a guy that can really open the floor for a lot of other people. We didn't have TJ tonight, but I felt like we still continue to play as a team, and we won't have Yo for nine games. But like without TJ here tonight, I feel like we could continue to play as a team, and that's something that I feel like um, in the past we, like BYU, has always been about running, gun, shooting, no defense, and giving up a hundred points, but. At the same time, he's scoring 100 points. And I felt like we held a really good physical team with UT Tyler under 60, and I, and we ended up scoring the amount that we wanted. Well, it sounds like defense is going to be a bigger fo- focus, which is music to my ears, Trevin. But what, what is your characterization of kind of Coach Pope's philosophy? What, what kind of offense are we going to see from you guys? I know we saw a little bit tonight, but this is just kind of one snapshot. What do you think – the strengths of this team will be, and how does this team want to play? Um, well, we hold everybody accountable, and so that means in practice, on the court, and off the court. And Coach Pope is huge on that. Even in the classroom, we have to get higher than what's uh, required of us in the, for the NCAA. And so Coach Pope has high expectations for us each and every day. And we always, once we cross those lines, it's, it's game time. It's just like if the lights are on, we're going 100%. If the lights are off, we're going 100%. And that's how Coach Pope likes it. And he's a guy that wants us to push the ball. He wants us to trust our guys. And we have our full confidence in him. And he has a full confidence in us. And I feel like that's what's going to help us be great this year. We're visiting with Trevin Nell on the Cougar Locker Room Show in our Sport Court Courtside interview. Back with more from Trevin after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is the Cougar Locker Room Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Trevin Nell was scoreless at halftime. This was Trevin Nell's second half. 18 and a half minutes, 19 points, and a plus 19 on the floor. Everything done after halftime. And in fact, every point Trevin scored came uh, once the second half was, I think, six and a half minutes old. Yeah, at the 13:37 mark, that is 13:37 to go. He scored his first points and ended up with 19 on the night. And Trevin Nell is with us as our sport court courtside interview. Greg Rubel, Mark Durant, and Trevin with us. So, 
you guys had your close scrimmage, and you've had your one exhibition game. Now it's time to let the game start counting on Tuesday. How pumped are you to bring in Fullerton and get this thing going? Oh, we're super excited. And I'm super excited because it's a game that's going to count against our record. And so I feel like them coming in here, the crowd's going to be intense, and everybody's going to know about it. Coach Pope is intense about that, and so it's, it's going to be a fun game. So you, you, you're not going to have Yoli for the first nine games, as you noted, but you got to play with them in Italy. You got to play with them, obviously, in uh, in the scrimmage and, and tonight a little bit, and you've had him for countless practices, so you know what he can do. Now you got to kind of switch gears a little bit and go without him for a while. How do you see the team making that transition? Um, well, Yoli's still going to be a leader on and off the court. Um, like I, I told some people in the locker room, he came over and gave me a lot of help. He like Before the game, I was super nervous because it was my first game coming back, and he came over, put his arm around me, and talked to me about what what defines us as players. And it's not your first game, it's not your last game, it's how hard you work each and every day. And so his words to me really helped me, so he's still going to be a leader on and off the court when we don't have him. But like you saw today, Colby Lee, he just did his thing tonight. <laughs> he, he's got a big shoulder and a nice little baby hook. And so we're going to expect, expect him to fill a huge spot for us. And I feel like Dolan, he's a tremendous passer in the post. And we have guys that can make shots like Jake, TJ, Connor, and everybody else. Trevin, you look uh, really good. You look fit. Obviously, the shot was working for you. What has been your kind of approach coming off the mission, the workout routine? What has been that process for you? The workout routine, oh, my gosh. <laughs> it was super hard. Um, coming back, I was on the missionary program, and Coach Shork was the guy in charge, so he would put me in the pool, doing pool workouts at 6 a.m. We'd have to run in the morning. We, when guys were playing pickup, it's just a game of pickup. No one's going super hard. I would be on a bike, just biking for miles and then getting off and doing a treadmill program. And so he pushed me really to my limit, and that's what helped me to get my body back in shape. And then we work out almost every, like in the summer, we worked out every day. I feel like that was something that helped everybody grow and kind of get a little bit tougher. Well, we are glad that you are a BYU Cougar, and uh, it's amazing that He's only a freshman. Like, this is it. This is the start of his career. He just looks a lot more polished than somebody who's just starting his uh, his college career. But that's the case, and we're looking forward to what lies ahead for you and the guys. Trevin, thanks for coming on tonight. Hey, thank you for having me. Much appreciated. That is Trevin Nell and our Sport Court Courtside interview. Brought to you by Sport Court. Champions start here. Learn how to design yours at sportcourt.com. Coach Mark Pope is coming up in the BYU Dining Cougar Postgame Coaches Show next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's time to get the final word on today's game with head coach Mark Pope. It's the BYU Dining Cougar Postgame Coaches Show. BYU Dining, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. The Cougar Postgame Coaches Show is also brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union, guiding you forward. Now let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. In front of 10,000 plus, we're on a Friday night in Provo, Utah. BYU has its one exhibition for the fans and wins it by a score of 158 over UT Tyler. BYU next welcomes Cal State Fullerton into town on Tuesday for the regular season opener. Joining us for the first time in this format, BYU's new head basketball coach, Mark Pope. Coach Pope, good to be with you for the first of many. Thank you. Can I I just say I love BYU dining, man. (laughs) These mint brownies 
Are you kidding <laughs> the me? The real deal. It's unbelievable. Like it, so. So every recruit I bring in now, I'm gonna I'm gonna feed mint brownies. It's like a deal closer. Is that what got you here? The brownies. BYU dining is just off the charts, and this Mountain America Credit <laughs> Union. Let's go, boys. By the way, uh, you need to stock the fridge up there in the annex with mint brownie milk. <laughs> yes. It's a thing. They, I, wow. Is that true? Yes. Oh, my gosh. They have mint brownie us. milk. Oh, boy. It's a real deal. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Coach Pope, uh, this team tonight, uh, did it do what you wanted it to do against UT Tyler? Well, I, number one goal that we wrote down is we were being a staff. We want to get through this thing healthy. And so we did a good job, except for Evan Troy, who made his first basket and then ran off the – he was like, I need a sub. And he ran in the bathroom <laughs> and started throwing up. So we were almost we – were, we were 10 out of 11 guys made it through the game healthy, so we're excited about that. Um, I thought the guys had uh, paid some real attention to the defensive end of the floor, which is, is, is so crucial. Like, we have to find a way to guard. We just have to find a way to guard. And, and uh, they rebounded pretty well. Um, and, and obviously those are two crucial things that, especially these first nine games that are just, we just have to find a way. We got to find a way to do those two things. And, uh, you know, they manage things offensively. You know, we kind of figured out we were really anxious to start the game and uh, just pressing. And, you know, we, we, we play really, really well when we're fully on attack, but we let the, the possession marinate a little bit while we're on attack. And we were kind of attacked trying to make a play right away, but they settled down a little bit. And so overall, uh, super happy with our guys, and, and we get a quick turnaround before we have a real game here Tuesday. Because you shot 9 of 13 from deep in the second half, does that mean you weren't sweating 0 for 4 in the first half? Well, I was just sweating the 4. Like, that was that was the part that I was concerned about. That's not how we play at all. And so the four was complicated, and I made the colossal mistake of, of mentioning that to the team, and Trevin, I, Trevin Nell's eyes lit up. He's like, wait, coach is saying we got to shoot more threes. Let's go! Let's go! I mean, that second three, have you ever seen somebody that got the ball out of their hands quicker was so excited to just shoot the ball? So, you know, we're a three-point shooting team. It's what we do. It's a really important part of how we play. And uh, But that was a manifestation of us not of not marinating – on attack the possession right we were just kind of trying to pick things out too quickly and so we'll get there it's, it's going to be an important part of what we do well congratulations on tonight coach i'm curious you know i mean this it's a lot going on in your life these past what six months or so you've kind of been through it before though i'm just curious the process you went to europe you've been through a couple months of practice how do you feel about where this team is at to start the season because that starts tuesday I don't know. I mean, you know, it's been interesting for this group. This time is is been um, that that. I mean, tonight we started a lineup we've never played with before. <laughs> uh, we haven't practiced with before. And you're you literally, you know, you're literally. Like, yeah. I, you know, we we kind of had a B on to Alex Barcelo on the on the scout team, and then we then then we got when he when he got you know the waiver, we we put him as the two starting starting line as the two, and so he hadn't played any one for me coaching him in in a game. Really, he played some backup one, I guess, all the way back in Italy. And so, and then putting Connor at the two is, you know, Connor's actually been playing way more four for us recently because we need him in that rotation the first nine games. And so it was just different. Um, but, and so, so when I say I don't know, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm not sure who we're going to put on the floor Tuesday, but I do know the character of this team, and I do know that they're going to come compete and fight and battle. And that we're going to have to figure things out creatively, and that's just what we have to do. And um, you know, we, we, and and we'll do it. I mean, that's that's our job. You do expect to have TJ back for the opener, right? Yeah, this TJ has, man. 
I'm so frustrated with him. I clearly told him. So it's complicated because I told him, I said, I said, TJ, I want you on the Halloween diet. So he went trick-or-treating last night, and he didn't, he, he didn't take a bag with him like I instructed. So he just went to every house and just ate the candy as soon as he got it. We're trying to put a couple LBs on him. And I told him not to take candy from a Utah Utes house. <laughs> and sure enough, he goes and eats some candy, and now he's throwing up, and here we go. So get well, Teach. Uh, need you in a few days. We'll take a break. We'll come back with more of the BYU Dining Cougar Postgame Coaches Show with Coach Mark Pope next on the new skin BYU Sports Network. You're listening to the Cougar Postgame Coaches Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now, back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. BYU Dining Cougar Postgame Coaches Show continues. BYU Creamery, part of BYU Dining, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. BYU 100 and UT Tyler 58, our final score. Trevin Nell led the way with 19. Jake Tools in 17. And uh, you've gotten to see Jake up close a lot more than we have the last couple of seasons coach mark pope did he give you tonight a glimpse of what he'd already been giving you uh previously yeah so so jake uh jake grabbed coach figure right before right after the uh uh starting lineup intros and he was just like this is just weird right <laughs> and i think coach figure was feeling the same way and so was i right we had moments but this jake toolson is a competitor he's really really smart he um, he, he understands the game. He's, he's such a he's such a potent offensive player and plays so efficiently. And um, he's he's going to have to play a huge role for us to to be successful here. And that's why he came because he wants to be able to do that. Coaches love the rebounding guards. Toulson seventeen points, seven rebounds. Connor Harding fifteen points, eight rebounds. Bringing us to Colby Lee, six of eight from the field, scores thirteen points in under twenty minutes. Ends up with a plus twenty three on the night and uh, that little jump hook was working kobe levers man kobe levers you know what i'm saying this cat how fun is he gonna be and he didn't actually unleash his quicks he's been working on these quicks and every time he makes one man he runs down the floor he's got this he's got this little grin on his face it's so fantastic but he was just super patient and simple in the post and had a plan every time and and um, he's going to be able to do that. He's actually a big-time passer right now. And, and because they weren't bringing uh, second defenders, really, we didn't have to see that. But he's a, he's a, he's a potent passer out of the post. And so uh, out of the elbow, too, and out of, out of flows also. So um, he's got a lot of game left to show. And we're expecting big things from him. He gave us 19 minutes and 55 seconds tonight. And he's probably going to have to be around 24, 25 minutes. Mm-hmm. So he's going to carry a big burden for us. But he was spectacular tonight. Loved him. Defensively, I know that's a focus, obviously, for you. What, what's uh, kind of the, the Mark Pope approach to defense? What are you expecting from your guys out there? Well, we, we, we you know, it starts in transition. And, for example, we started the second half, and, you know, they, seven of their, six of their seven points were, were two end ones in transition. That's just unacceptable. We can't do that. We, we have a small margin for error right now, and we cannot be messing around with giving up transition baskets. We just, it is a huge focus. So I thought, felt like most of the night were pretty solid. We had a, a little stretch in the first half and a little stretch in the second half where we didn't do it well. So it starts with transition defense, and then it's just this idea of these guys, you know, we'll talk about this all season long, catch two, being there on the catch and catching the move, being there on the catch and catch the move. I was really pleased. This is not a big-time shooting team, but they only got up, uh, they only got up 
16 threes tonight. Uh, we would like to limit three-point attempts. That's really, really important for us. They got, up, I think, three or four or five of those late. Um, so I thought our guys did a good job being there on the catch. And, and uh, you know, you, you, for example, Kobe Lee had some great possessions. We actually caught a move and kind of kept guys uh, on the perimeter. So, you know, those things are huge focuses for us. And then you can't, you can't finish a possession without grabbing a rebound. So we talk about those four things every single day. It's, it's got to be a lifeblood for what we do, and it's going to be important to us, uh, you know, to any success we can have this year. You told me in pregame Zach Selyus was in your ear trying to get some run tonight. Didn't happen, so you're hoping to get him out there on Tuesday? Yeah, I'm hopeful. You know, we'll, we'll practice tomorrow afternoon, and, and I'm hoping that, you know, he was in like one of out of, out of every fifth live possession yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had a good workout today, and then hopefully tomorrow – you know, we can put him in, in one out of every two, and we'll just see how he responds. He's moving well. Uh, he's he's physically strong right now. He's gonna it's gonna take him some time to get his timing back, but right now, just this just having his body and his IQ and his toughness, his ability to shoot the ball, those things are really important for us right now. Okay, last thing. You've been in this building since you left BYU. You brought in UVU teams, but even though it was only an exhibition game, being back in the building on this bench, this side of the floor with your guys, how did it feel tonight? Man, it was it was weird. It, it, I'm not going to lie to you. It was weird just to start, just to start. It was weird. Um, it, it just, it, but, but I can tell you this, man, there is nowhere else in America. I, I feel like I'm the, I said this earlier, I feel like I'm the luckiest coach in college, in basketball that I get to coach here right now. This place is unbelievable. These, these young men that I get to shepherd and mentor through this process are just, just incredible young people. And, and this, this fan base here at BYU is, is, is it's literally off the charts. There's nothing like it. There's nothing like it. Nine out of the last ten years, the top attendance in the Western United States. Think about that. That's crazy. The only thing that could make it better if BYU Dining Services would provide <laughs> us with mint brownies every night when we do this post-game radio show. Can we, BYU Dining, can we not shout out to you? And can we please get some mint brownies out here so we can enjoy them while we do the radio show? I have a suspicion there's going to be movement on this. Let's go. <laughs> well, Mark and I uh, are glad to have you back, and we're glad to be with you uh, getting this thing underway. So here we go. Mark, I'm not going to lie. I looked over here two times, and I'm like, man. If this cat only had a little bit of eligibility left, he would help us with this front line right now. So I'm, I'm glad to be here, guys. I'm ready. Let's go. Let's see you next, go. We'll see you next week, Mark. Okay, All right, you. that's Coach Mark Pope. We'll come back here from Coach Lewis Wilson of UT Tyler next here on the New Skin BYU Sports Network. You're listening to the Cougar Postgame Coaches Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now, back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Hashtag bring us brownies. All right, uh, 158, BYU over UT Tyler is tonight's final score. In front of 10,340 here at the Marriott Center, you've heard from BYU head coach Mark Pope. Let's hear now from UT Tyler head coach Lewis Wilson. Or as Coach Pope calls him, and I don't know exactly why, all caps, Lewis Wilson. Uh, Inter Nate, the great Nate Slack, got these comments from Coach Lewis Wilson a short time ago. Here we go. Uh, BYU is really talented. Is uh, one of them. Um, a lot of kids played hard. Uh, we're struggling to score the basketball, missing a lot of shots that I know we're capable of making. Uh, just haven't been able to sustain any flow offensively on the trip, but it's been a good trip for us uh, playing two really, uh, really special programs. Uh, you know, I, I, and I know a lot about these two programs. Our kids have learned a lot, and, uh, and that's what this is about. So uh, most, most of what I learned is that I got a great group of guys. 
Uh, we got to figure out a way to make the ball go into the cylinder a little more consistently uh, because when you play good teams like Utah and BYU who can really score the ball, uh, you can't go through you know, long periods of not scoring. They're, they're going to score their ball, and so in order for you to stay in the game, you got to be able to score your ball a little bit. What do you hope your team gains from experiences like playing at BYU, playing at Utah? Uh, one, just to know that, you know, how hard you have to compete to play against good players. You know, Division Two players all believe they should have played Division One basketball, that somebody made a mistake. And some of them are correct, and a lot of, t- a lot of things go into being a Division One player. And uh, there are a lot of good Division Two players, and there's some guys even on my roster that had a chance that they were at the Division One level. But uh, I think what they learned is how hard you have to play when you go into environments like Utah and BYU playing against programs that the cultures are so strong and they're so well coached and the fan base is so passionate and you know it's it's tough in those any our road trip there's no one in the country that would say oh yeah let's go do that that will be easy no one at any level duke anybody would go okay that's a hard road trip so uh that being said you know what we would have liked to have done is competed a little better, but you got to really score your ball if you're if you're going to compete to stay with those two teams. And our problem on this trip is uh, we simply offensively were not very good, and, uh, not making shots, missing easy shots, turning the ball over too much, missing free throws. And it's hard; you can't stay with these teams if uh, for any long period of time uh, if you do that. So uh, we'll be okay. You know, we got to come back out here next week and play and begin our regular season, play for real, against Westminster, who's a well-coached program in North, North Parish, and Dixie State, who's uh, coached by John Jenkins, two really good coaches, two really good programs back in the, in the you know, out here in the Wasatch uh, range, and uh, our guys uh, hopefully will do a lot better. You guys did a lot. You guys did really well at limiting BYU's offensive rebounds and second-chance points. Was there anything you can pinpoint as, as how you guys were able to achieve that tonight? Yeah, uh, mainly is because they shot a really high percentage, and so there weren't as many available. But we, you're right, we rebounded a lot better tonight. And I appreciate you saying that to me because sometimes when things, you know, when you get your butt kicked the way we did, it's sometimes it's hard to see the positive. And we really got badly beat up on the boards last uh, the other day at Utah. And one of the things we talked about over the last 48 hours is making a better showing as a team, showing our competitive character by rebounding the basketball better. And uh, what I appreciate about your comment is that's something for us to talk about and is a positive in an otherwise really tough night uh, that we did compete a lot better than we did, uh, you know, the other night. But BYU, quite frankly, didn't miss, you know, a ton of shots. But it looked like our guys made a much better effort on the defensive glass than we did the other night. Awesome. Thanks, Coach. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right, that is uh, Coach Lewis Wilson with our intern, Nate, Nate Slack. Good stuff from Nate there. Great conversation. Appreciate that from both of them. All right, that's going to do it for tonight's broadcast, our first BYU basketball broadcast of the 2019-20 season. It is so good to be back on the air with Cougar Nation. Fantastic. All right, that's going to do it. Let's uh, give all our thank yous and get on out of here. Hey, it's BYU football tomorrow. We've got a late night tomorrow night. BYU and Utah State for the old wagon wheel. 6 o'clock pregame, 8 o'clock kick from Maverick Stadium in Logan. I'll be back with you with Riley Nelson and Mitchell Jurgens, along with uh, Ben Bagley, pinch hitting for Jason Shepard. Jason's doing some soccer tomorrow night on the Hilltop in San Francisco, so Ben will be our studio guy. We'll be with you from Maverick Stadium at 6 o'clock pre, 8 o'clock kick for the Cougs and the Ags. As for tonight, thanks to our crew back at BYU Radio, engineer Sean Fay, control board operator Tanner Rall, 
Coordinating producer, Terry South. Studio host, Jerem Jordan, sitting in for Jason Shepard tonight. And our intern, Jeff, Jeffrey Carroll, here courtside. Intern Nate, Nate Slack, our statistician, Russ Larson, my color commentary colleague, Mr. Mark Durant, our thanks to Duff Tittle, Kyle Chilton, Jenny Wheeler, the excellent BYU basketball media relations staff. Fantastic work by all those folks. For everyone, my name is Greg Grubel, thanking you for tuning in. Final score tonight, BYU 100 and UT Tyler 58. Next up for us, from the Marriott Center at least, it'll be the regular season opener Tuesday, BYU and Cal State Fullerton. That'll be a 6 o'clock pre-7 o'clock tip next Tuesday night. So in the meantime and in between time, this has been BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Good night and so long from Provo, Utah. You've been listening to live coverage of BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU Basketball is presented by Deseret First Credit Union. You know why, we show you how. Les Olson Company, your office technology partner. Smith's Food and Drug. Smith's now has grocery pickup and online delivery to save you time. Also sponsored by State Farm. Talk to an agent today at 1-800-STATE-FARM. BYU Basketball is a production of BYU Athletics in association with BYU Broadcasting. Special thanks to BYU President Kevin Worthen, Vice President Matt Richardson, Athletic Director Tom Holmo, and General Manager of Corporate Sponsorships Casey Stoffer. BYU Basketball is an exclusive presentation of the new skin, BYU Sports Network.